Welcome to the Sexy Biz Babe podcast. I'm your host, Tia Lin, a business empowerment coach and motivational speaker. This show is for the high achieving woman who wants it all. Each week, I walk you through how to own your power, generate consistent leads, attract clients, and close sales with ease and confidence. It's time to make money doing what you love. Let's dive in. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. We have a special guest, Stacy. Farrell. She is a love and relationship coach, and she is amazing at communicating with men. And I am so excited to bring her on. She's actually a past client of mine, and I'm excited to share some really great tips. So go ahead, introduce yourself. Yay. Hi, I'm so excited to be here, guys. I'm Stacy Farrell, as Tia said. And yeah, I'm just excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So your expertise, I believe, is communicating effectively. And she has some really cool stories. She's met, you know, the love of her life and she's married and that she has some really cool stories on how she got there. In fact, why don't you share like a little snippet of how you became a love and relationship coach? Yeah, sure. Um, So basically, like when I was in my late teens, like 18 years old, I, um, I was dating a guy in college. I was in an abusive relationship with him actually for like five years. Um, and then after that I was, I finally got out and I was like, okay, like the next guy is going to be better. But I kind of experienced like not so good relationships, like one after another continuing. So I was like, maybe there's something that I can do differently that I'm like, that I'm not bringing to the table because like I keep having similar issues with different guys like over time. So, um, I was like, I had gotten fired from my job and I was like Googling things and I was like, how do I like, what, what should I do with my life basically? (laughs) And like came across this, um, life coach training program. And I was like very intrigued and I really was excited to start because the first month of the training was focused on relationship coaching. And I really just wanted the techniques to apply to my own life. Um, I didn't actually believe that I could be a relationship coach because I had such bad relationships for so long. So Uh, I got into the program and in the first month, I just like really dove into the techniques and like applied them all to my life. And I was able to meet my husband like a month later and I was Ah! like, all right, this shit is insane. So I like have to teach this. I have to teach other women so that they don't have to like go through all the pain and suffering of like these bad relationships and wondering like, you know, what's going, what's going wrong, um, all the Mm -hmm. time. So that was like my, that's my mission in the world. Yes. And we need you, especially high achieving women. We freaking need you. I need you. Like I loved (laughs) helping her because I learned some things as well and it's just great. So I wanted to cover something, you guys, if you are seeing a repeating pattern in your relationships and you keep blaming them. I've been there, right? I've been like, okay, (laughs) these people keep leaving me out of nowhere. And like, oh, wait, this keeps happening. If it keeps happening, that means there's something you can do to change it. And in my head, I was like, but 
you know, it, it was just great. And then they just leave and then not communicate their feelings and they just disappear and abandon me. And so I kept being abandoned. And then finally I was like, okay, repeating pattern, there's gotta be something I can change. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I realized that I wasn't communicating my feelings. And as soon as I got connected, I would like distance myself and be scared or start acting differently. And then it was because they didn't even know where I stood. They didn't know how I felt, what my goal was, all of the, all of the things. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what, how do you identify something like that? How do you identify the problem? Yeah. So I actually do this exercise with my clients. I, I have them write a list of all of their negative qualities, which isn't something to make you feel bad about yourself because I know it can be very, very confronting to do this. Um, but just writing out the list of all your bad qualities and, um, noticing any patterns there, like with the, like, and you can cross-reference this list with like the, like, uh, the recurring arguments that you've had either in a past relationship or your current relationship and see if there's any patterns there. So it's easily, easy to identify it yourself when, you know, you just have it all written out and you can see it like kind of like as a detached way of seeing it, I guess, like yeah. a way from like kind out of your head, in. basically. <laughs> yes. And, um, so like just, yeah, to see if there's any patterns there, see if there's anything that's recurring and repeating. And then that's where you know that like something needs to be addressed within them. Okay. What would be the next step? They just, um, kind of start healing on that. Um, maybe awareness helps. Awareness definitely helps. Um, getting some healing work done definitely helps as well. Um, I would say definitely journaling out like your feelings around that area and like what kind of beliefs and thoughts and like self-talk that you have around those areas. And then just working on, um, you know, kind of working through that yourself. Yes. That's so great. I love that. And what, is one of the main things that you've seen that women get wrong when communicating in relationships. Okay. This is like my favorite thing to talk about. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So we've all been told that like communication is key in relationships, right? So I think with how women and men differ in communication is where things get lost in translation. Mm -hmm. So as women, we love to talk things out. Like that's how we process things is like, we'll call our girlfriend and we'll literally sit on the phone with her for three hours talking about one 15 minute scenario <laughs> with a guy that happened. Like, yeah. You know, 100%. like we just like talk, 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 talk it to death. And like, uh-huh. even still after doing that, like sometimes we're not even like, we're still confused about what's going on. Men on the other hand are like from a young age, they're taught to like not sh- like not talk about their emotions, not show their emotions because they're strong. And so the way that they process things is more silently and internally. And so when they, when a woman has an issue with a man and she comes at him and she's just like talking him to death, he's like, I don't want to deal with this drama. And he will just, yeah, it's like too much for him to handle. So he'll just shut down. So like, we think that we just need more communication when it's actually like 90% of your communication should actually be nonverbal. 
like no words, which is crazy. Yes. Yeah. Take a silence. Like how, how <laughs> crazy does that sound? But like, isn't it like 97% of our communication is nonverbal? So like yes. use that. Okay. Yeah, cool. exactly. And so what is some of the ways to communicate nonverbally? Yeah. So I actually, I just wrote a free guide about this. So it's going to go over like five steps actually about how to communicate in a high value way. But the first step is to master your emotions. So when we have all of these like negative emotions come up or we're like irritable and moody and we feel like we need to like nag and complain, it's really about like getting centered and grounded and like really focusing on like how you want to feel instead of blaming the other person for your triggers and your reaction to that trigger. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's just like, it's really getting in tune with yourself and like what you would need in that moment. Like what you really need in that moment is not to be mad at someone. Like you actually want to feel more love. And that's why you're, you're feeling like lashing out is because you want more love and that person's not giving Mm -hmm. it to you. So uh, yeah. So it's just like developing that confidence and developing like yourself, uh, your self-worth and your mm-hmm. value, um, and really conveying that with like, you know, when like a, a woman walks into the room and like all heads turn, like maybe she's not like the most beautiful woman, but like, she just has that, like something about her that people are like drawn to. Like, that's the kind of feeling you want to have when you mm-hmm. like start to communicate. Um, yeah. And not coming in like this desperate, like, angry, needy, crazy place, you should kind of have yourself put together first before communicating is kind of what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like the worst time to communicate is like right after the thing happens when you're like, yeah, feeling all of the emotions, like, yes, of course, feel your emotions. Mm -hmm. But like a man is so attracted to a woman that can handle her emotions on her own first without like creating the crazy drama with him. Yes. And you guys, I have to add this here. I've been, I've had a really hard time communicating my feelings with men um, growing up. And I've realized it as an adult, it's literally like pulling teeth for me. It's like, feels like the hardest thing in the world because I have little practice with it because I didn't grow up with a male figure in my home. And so recently, like I was going through some like therapy and they were like, well, you shouldn't tell them how you feel. And this was so hard for me. I was just like, but they're going to be defensive because that's what I was used to is men being defensive and angry and calling me too emotional and like not listening to me. And so but I also was doing it in the wrong way. I would be like, you did this, you did this, you did this. And I'm angry or blah, blah, blah. But now I've been coming to them and I'm like, I feel like this. And I address maybe some of their objections. Like, just take a second to think about this before you get back to me. This is just how I feel. And I'm not trying to attack you. And so I actually did that. I think last night and it, or two nights ago, and the guy took, 24 hours to respond, which was fine, but he responded very well. I love it. Yeah. And I've been practicing this, man, even just this week, I've done it a few times. And each time that I was in my integrity, they actually responded well. Right. 
And then the men that don't like that's so like they're not maybe as emotionally intelligent and they don't know how to control their emotions. And maybe you don't want to be with those people or you just kind of let them be their, their own person. Yeah, They just weed themselves out basically. It's like the moral of the story. And like, I'm so happy that you said that because that's actually like the second thing that I was going to address is like how to reduce blame and criticism by talking about your experience only. So like Mm -hmm. you want to just communicate how you feel without making the man to blame or making him wrong for his actions. Because most men, like if he's a really good man, if he's a high value man, like he's not trying to hurt you. Yeah. And he's just doing things how he's normally, how he, how he does things like Mm -hmm. maybe different because you guys are different people. You see the world in a different way. So like, what's like something that he does, like you can, you probably assign meaning to it that like he doesn't assign to it. So it's just like, that's where the miscommunication happens is like when we automatically think like, Oh, he didn't, pick his socks up off the floor, that means he doesn't care like that. I like a clean house and he doesn't love me. Like, and I say that it's like, okay, the socks are like not that big of a deal, but like, you know, sometimes it is like little things like that that can cause a lot of grief. Yes. Yeah. And grief like in a relationship because Mm -hmm. we assign like such a serious meaning to it when like Mm -hmm. he just left his socks on the floor. Like he forgot to pick them up. Like it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. And he's not thinking of it like that. That's a really good point is he's not thinking, oh, I'm leaving my socks on the ground to make her angry. Right. It's literally, he he just might not even know. Mm -hmm. That's so true. Okay. What, did you want to share another step? Sure. Yes. So that one was basically how to eliminate blame. Um, and then the next thing that I don't think a lot of people associate with communication is your feminine magnetism. And I kind of talked about it a little bit earlier, which was just like that it factor that like you have that confidence, you, um, you don't come from like that needy place when you are approaching a conversation in some way. Um, so basically like what that means is just like leaning back and trusting like trust is like the ultimate thing that you yeah. need for a relationship to work. And if you want a highly masculine man, a high value man, he's going to want to feel trusted that he can mm-hmm. lead the relationship. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't feel that trust, if like you're constantly on him about every little thing, like, oh, you, you didn't put the dishes away correctly or like you need to take me to this place on a date or like, you know, just little things like that. Like those are actually very controlling behaviors and he will see that like not, he won't probably consciously notice that it's, Mm -hmm. that's what it is, but he'll feel like you don't Mm -hmm. trust him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what do you say for those high achieving women that they know they're worth something? They're like, I deserve this. I deserve a date. I deserve you know, them to take me out. I deserve blah, blah, blah. Like literally they have these high highs, but they demand them. And they're like, when a guy comes to them, they're like, well, take me on a date or you didn't do this, or I deserve this. Like, what would you tell them instead of trying to be so controlling? Mm -hmm. Um, I would tell them to like, just really practice trusting 
Like, because these men, men literally live to make us happy. Like they want to make you happy. And like, anytime you do that, anytime they are able to do that and they see that reaction from you, like they're going to keep doing it. And they, that's like their main goal in life. It's like, my husband always says this thing. So I was like, Oh, like whatever you want, whatever makes you happy, like whatever makes you happy. It's like, so, I mean, I also like, I mean, I'm not perfect with this either, but like, just like letting go of that control and like catching yourself in the moment, um, when you want to like tell him how to do things, like, or you give him advice for things that you think would be good for his life. Like even little stuff like that, just like catch yourself in the moment, take a deep breath, relax and know that like, you're not going to die. First of all, (laughs) fine. Mm -hmm. Um, and just trust that like, if he's really into you, like he will do those things for you. And the more that he sees that like you trust him, like he's going to like step up. And I know it seems very counterintuitive because we're so used to like being these high powered women in these, having like amazing businesses and being very like high up in your career. And so you're used to like demanding things, you're demanding yeah. respect, you're like taking control of shit at, mm-hmm. in your work, mm-hmm. um, which is masculine energy. So yeah. when you're in your relationship, you kind of want to like tone that back and mm-hmm. pull, step up your feminine energy because that's what's polarizing. That's when it, that's what's going to create that like sexual tension, like attraction energy that's going to like mm-hmm. ignite your relationship on fire. Yeah. And then the opposite is if when you're controlling and demanding, it literally like pushes them away. Right. It like, Mm -hmm. it's almost like you're pushed, like literally pushing them. Like you need to do this. Then they don't want to because you're making them or, or they're not doing it. Like it's no longer their idea. I think like they're like, Oh, well now it's not even worth doing anything because you made me do it or something like that. Right. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Cause like nobody likes to like think about yourself too. Like you don't like to be told what to do. Like nobody likes that. Nobody likes that feeling of like being forced to like do something they don't want to do. Like you want to like give love in the way that you give love and you want it to be received by like somebody who's excited you know? Yeah. And even when you do the dishes and then say you're on your way to do the dishes and then someone's like, will you do the dishes? Then it like takes away that you were just about to do them and like without (laughs) being asked. And then they're like, I was just about to do them. (laughs) Exactly. I was trying to do them to make you happy. And now you're just nagging me. (laughs) So true. Yes. So what would you say to those people? Like, how do they, cause it's hard. It's not easy to just change. Like, yeah. <laughs> what would you start doing? Like, so take a deep breath was one of your tips. Yeah. And so then- just becoming aware, taking a deep breath, relaxing, and like just trusting that it's going to be okay. Know that you're not going to die. <laughs> like, know that you're going to get your needs met. It's just like a matter of changing your thought process and like how you do things a little bit. Um, I would say also to like enhance that is practice this is my last step actually in my guide um is to practice expressing gratitude for everything like show him that you appreciate him from the first date like if he opens a door for you if he pays for dinner if he buys you a drink like anything that he does like that's his choice to do that so know that it's a choice know that he doesn't have to do that 
like, yes, you're a high value woman and you deserve that kind of treatment, but it's like, it's comes from a different place. Like when you expect it, you know, like when Mm -hmm. you expect it, he's going to see you as bratty and, Mm -hmm. you know, self-centered when you don't expect it. And you're like, Oh my gosh, thank you so much. Like, Oh my God, that was so sweet of you. Like you don't always have to use words either to thank Mm -hmm. somebody. Like it's just like, Oh, if he's giving you kisses, like just receive the kisses and like melt into his arms, you know, like, you know, just like little things that show that you're just like eating it up, you know, like, cause he's choosing to do this for you too, for you. And like to make you happy. That's like the only reason he's doing it. So appreciate him all the time. Yes. And you guys, I have to share this little story. So I had, I've, I don't even know what to say, dated, like been in relationships, friends with this one guy that I used to like demand things from. Like he seemed to be kind of lax. And so I'd be like, well, you need to take me out or you need to do this. Or like, I'm not going to hang out with you unless we do this. And so he like wouldn't, or if he did, he was like doing it in a different space. And I, I saw him recently, six years from when, like, I know him. And so he'll he'll probably know who I'm talking about, but (laughs) I saw him and I, I relaxed and I almost got back into that place. And I was almost like, well, I came to visit you. Can't we like go do something? But instead I was like, okay, I just want to spend time with you as long Mm -hmm. as I can spend some time with you Mm -hmm. and like let him do it. And then I was like, like releasing the control. He took me on the date that I wanted without me asking, like, how does that even (laughs) happen? He, I was like, okay, like we can just hang out and chill as long as I get to spend some time. And then we went on a sushi date, like, (laughs) and it was, you know, kind of what (laughs) I wanted to spend some time, not just in a house or whatever. And I was just like, Oh, like, okay. And (laughs) I don't know how deep to go, but (laughs) there was another point that I was like wanting to be like, you have to do it this way. And then I was like letting it like relax and like shared feelings and like took the pressure off and like it naturally happened. I was like, Oh my gosh, it works. (laughs) It does. I know. And it's so hard. Cause like, we're so, like I said, we're so used to like being in our careers and like demanding things and making things happen for us mm-hmm. that it's no wonder that a lot of women are, you know, operating mostly from like their masculine energy in mm-hmm. their relationships as well, which is kind of like where the disconnect is. It's like, okay, well, how do you like switch from that energy to that energy? It's like, yep. it's with practice. Yes, with practice. And it was so much nicer. It was like very relaxed, connected, and I really enjoyed it. And it was, I almost, I really wanted to control that situation because I was a little (laughs) bugged. I was like, I came to visit you. Like, he's not, he doesn't live close to me. And I was like, we're going to like go watch TV. And I was like getting like (laughs) frustrated, but I let go and it was good. And it was, everything worked out the way I wanted it to. So it does work. You guys stop trying to control them. They don't (laughs) like it. They get defensive and they don't look at you the same. (laughs) But it's also like when you have to ask somebody to like do these things for you, like you feel like, Oh, well he's just doing it because he, I asked him to. 
Exactly. And it doesn't feel good to you either. Like you probably don't enjoy the experience as much because you don't feel like it came from like him in a, in a genuine place. You know, it came from you asking for it and you're just like, well, that's annoying. So it's just like a lose, lose situation. (laughs) Like everyone. So take this to heart, you guys do some of the homework that she's said and what are some of the top ways to communicate maybe their needs in a relationship? Like how would you communicate that effectively instead of just telling them? Yeah. So I have a little process that I kind of like walk my clients through and some of my friends even will ask me for advice. Like, Oh, what do I do? I'm so pissed. Yeah. (laughs) Like, so basically what I say is like, okay, whatever the situation is, it doesn't matter if he left the socks on the floor or if he's like hiding shit from you or whatever, like it could be very extreme situation or it could be a very little situation, but just get curious first, you know, like you can literally say like, like don't try to jump to conclusions is what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. Uh, So like, don't assume that whatever you think it means is what he was intending it to mean. Yep. Um, So then I personally like to like go away or do something like nice for myself when I'm feeling super intense emotions, because I don't like to communicate from that space because it it comes off as like very blaming and criticizing. Mm -hmm. So literally just go do something nice for yourself. It could be like, you could go dance to your favorite song. You could take a long bath. I like to meditate and take long baths. Like simultaneously listen to meditations in the tub. Yes, I do that too. (laughs) There's actually, if you guys use Spotify or YouTube, like there's like chakra sound healing. Oh my gosh. It's part of my like bath uh, ritual. (laughs) Yeah. It's so good. So good. But it seriously, it just like calms me down. It Mm -hmm. allows me like some time to process my emotions and, um, you know, also working out, like if you have really, really, really high intense emotions, like get into your body first, you know, like stop overthinking it, get into your body, get moving. Yes. Um, so that you can like have an outlet for that, Mm -hmm. all of that bottled up energy. energy. Mm -hmm. So then once your emotions have calmed down a little, you can approach him, um, if you want to, or like, what I actually do is I will actually wait for him to approach me. Um, Yeah. Like I know. Right. (laughs) Um, Which is really hard for a lot of women to do because it's like, I don't know when he's going to come. Yeah. Talk to me. You know, I don't know when he's going to come ask me like what's going on with me because I'm not normally like this or whatever. But I mean, I live with my husband. He knows when I'm like in a bad (laughs) mood. He usually comes to find me pretty quickly. (laughs) He's learned, right? He's learned. He's trained. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Anyway, so you could, you could either do, you could do each one. Um, I like, I personally wait for him to approach me. He will ask me what's wrong. And at that point, I want to ask him like, okay, do you really want to hear this right now? Um, because it's always like, 
a scary thing for a man to get trapped into a conversation that they yeah. don't want to have, or they're not ready yeah. to have, or like that they can't give their hundred percent focus mm-hmm. to at that mm-hmm. moment. So if you are going to approach him, make mm-hmm. sure that you ask him like, Hey, I'm like, I'm dealing with some things. I'm feeling some things and I would love to talk to you about it. Like, do you mm-hmm. have some time right now? Wow. Um, I like that. I actually yeah. did that. You did? Yeah. Good. 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 Yes. Yeah, it just it shows that you like also respect his time and you yeah. respect him um, as a human, mm-hmm. and that like it's not going to be some like battle against the two of you because you you guys are on the same side. You want the same things. Like yes, like you're going to trigger each other and hurt each other, but you know ultimately the goal is that like you want more love. Like that's what everyone wants is you want more love. So th- mm-hmm. the best way to do that is to show love. Mm-hmm. in your conversation skills good good yes so then like when if he says yes then cool like proceed with the conversation and like we talked about earlier just like communicating your own experience and your own feelings and not assigning blame to him so like you can just like talk about how you feel like that you were triggered you could even tell him about like this is a pattern I've noticed and you can ask him for help if you need help like working through that pattern. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I had something come up recently that was like from my childhood and like how my dad treated me, um, when I was a little girl and I noticed that I'm, it's coming up in my own relationship. So it's like, ah, it's kind of crazy, but you know, my husband's like totally down to work on it with me Mm -hmm. and, um, we're very open about it. So Mm -hmm. it's all good. Um, and then also like when you're communicating how, uh, like what you feel, like think about what it is you actually want to feel instead of the hurt. What is it that you actually want to like, do you want to be, spend more time together? Do you want to feel more connected? Do you want to feel more openness? Um, it's usually like whatever negative emotion you're feeling is the opposite of what you actually Mm -hmm. want to feel. So if you're feeling disconnected, you actually want to feel more connected. Mm -hmm. Um, and then communicate that. Yes. And then, so you like tell them what maybe something that they're doing, how that makes them, how it makes you feel. And then maybe why it matters. Like if they're doing something that pisses you off and hurts you, you like address it and tell them what you you need instead. Yeah. So yeah, I would, I mean, it's a little bit of like a touchy subject to like saying what they did because that can also trigger defensiveness. So I would say like, you can, you can tell them like, Hey, like when you did this, I, I was triggered and I felt this way. Um, I know that you didn't, you probably didn't mean to do that, but like, is like, is that true? You know, always like ask questions about it instead of assuming that they like meant to hurt you. Yes. Like never true. And this is for everything. This is for friendships. This is for relationships with your significant other. This is literally everything to ask questions. Actually, Mm -hmm. today someone in my DM got triggered by me. And I was like, why do you think you were getting defensive? And then she got defensive. She's like, I'm not getting defensive. I was like, okay. Well, I was just asking questions to learn more about your business. And then she, she blocked me. I was like, okay, well, I guess you're not 
type of human I want to surround myself with. If you can't like not get defensive by asking questions, um, Mm -hmm. it's always a learning point, but yeah, it like ask questions. And also when people ask you questions, I've realized this, like they'll get defensive because they assume that they're trying to sell to them or they assume that they're trying to manipulate them or I don't know, in relationships, something that they're assuming like, Oh, you think I did that? No, they're mm-hmm. just asking a question. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just answer it? <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, it's, it's all about becoming curious and asking the question, asking the right questions. And then, yeah. and then when they give you an answer, accept the answer. Cause yeah. I know that women have such a hard time doing this. I struggled with this a lot in my previous relationships where like I would ask the question and they would give me the answer. And then I would just be like, no, that's not what you, that's not what it meant. Like, no, you didn't really mean that. You yeah. meant that. And like, I would just like completely dismiss it. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. You got to <laughs> trust them. Otherwise you got to find somebody else. You got to be with someone that you can trust. Exactly. Yeah. Trust is like number one thing. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. So what, one last thing was what do women, oh wait, what's so different about when, women and men and how they communicate? Oh, did you already cover that? Yeah, I think we covered it a little bit they, earlier which okay, like okay, okay. about how women, like we love to talk things out and like, that's how we kind of process things is like through talking and okay. sharing. And men are like the exact opposite. Like they process things more internally, like quietly. Um, They're not really taught to like talk about their feelings. And yeah, so. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much. Um, If you guys want to find Stacy, what is your Instagram? Uh, My Instagram is magnetic love coach. There's no spaces or any weird characters or anything so yeah cool and that will be links in the bio and i have your website stacyblunt.com if they want to pick up that the full guide and if they want to contact you um what are some of the things that maybe a client has gone through and resulted from working with you Mm -hmm. uh yeah so like um my past client, she came to me in the midst of a breakup, basically, like after our first call together, um, her and her man actually broke up and she was looking for more connection with him. She was like, he stopped pursuing me. He doesn't like, I don't feel, I feel like he's pulling away. And like, this is like my specialty because I dealt with this like <laughs> in all of my relationships, including my Yeah. Like before we got married, like he broke up with me like four times. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah. So basically I like after the first week of us coaching together, he was already begging for like a second chance with her and they got back together. Wow. He started planning amazing dates for the two of them. They live up in, um, New Jersey and New York. So like he would get her tickets to like Broadway shows and like nice restaurants. And like, she, she was very, very skeptical about this, like talking to him less kind of like communicating with, with silence and distance and nonverbal communication. Yeah. Uh, 
she was very skeptical at first. She was like, but like, how is he going to know like what <laughs> is going on with me if I don't say anything? Yep. Like, yep. He's going to know, try it. And she, I was like, is what you're doing right now working? And she was like, no. And I was like, then just try it. If it doesn't work, then you can like fire me, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but she tried it. It worked. And they, there's have, they actually have, um, I'm going to talk to her probably next week to, for like a follow-up just to see where she's at. But, um, I'm, I think they're doing really well. I think the relationship is flourishing. And he was even the last, on our last call, she told me that he was already saying things like you're going to be part of my family one day. So oh my a potential engagement there. Yes. So this fun. shit works, you guys. <laughs> so if you're struggling and you want some help, like it's so helpful when you have someone to dissect, like how you're communicating and have your back because honestly it takes practice, especially yes, when you have absolutely. these bad habits. Um, I had a, tra- a mindset coach and she was helping me with my communication with men because I struggle with that and my feelings. And it was so nice because I literally couldn't figure it out on my own. I would just, I would just disappear. And that's a, a very strong habit of mine is to just disappear and pretend it didn't happen. And then <laughs> it, that just makes it worse because I do it so often. And so it took me two weeks to do this last one, but I still did it. And I still, you know, communicated my feelings and it actually resulted in so much better than just stuffing it down and forgetting about it and pretending I don't care. Yes. I love it. Yes. And having someone to help you when you don't know what the fuck to say, like, you're just like, I don't know though. That's like one of the main things that is like, I will just be a little like bragging right now, but like, it's really awesome about my program is that, uh, I connect with people over Voxer in between our calls. So it's like, you still have access to me and you can ask me questions. And, um, if something does come up and you like, can't get out of like your negative emotions, like you can just be like, Stacy, I need your help. Like this, is what's going on. And so like, it's very convenient, um, to have somebody there in your ear that can like help you through it. Awesome. Oh, I love it so, so much. Okay. So you guys go pick up that guide. The link is going to be in the bio. Contact her if you want to like either DM her, message her or book a call if it's on your site. And Mm -hmm. that way, you know what, maybe you could just learn what you're doing wrong and a way to improve your relationships. And it's so powerful. It really is. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Stacey. Thank you for having me. This was so fun. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe, review, and share with your fellow biz babes. I'd love to hear your thoughts, takeaways, and questions. So leave me a review on iTunes. And until next time, I'll see you at the top. It's up to you to level up.